Some selections from Johann Sebastian Bach's Cantata 182, Welcome King of Heaven. We heard the Netherlands Bach Collegium and Holland Boys Choir, led by Peter Jan Loisink. Today's Palm Sunday, and that cantata was written for this occasion. In fact, it was first heard on March 25, 1714 in Weimar, exactly 304 years ago today. Hope you enjoyed that. You are listening to Biscuits and Bach here on 89.9 WDAV and WDAV.org, and I'm Rachel Stewart. Damon Lee Fowler is a nationally recognized authority on Southern cooking and its history. He's a food writer, lecturer, cooking teacher, and culinary historian, and he's the author of a number of cookbooks, the latest being Ham, a Savor the South cookbook from UNC Press. Today, he joins me to talk about what is arguably the most iconic and beloved meat of the South and Southerners, the ham. So, Damon, welcome to Biscuits and Bach. Well, thank you for having me. Can you uh, talk a little bit about why pork and ham in particular has been such an important part of Southern cuisine over the last couple of centuries? Ham is one of those uh, staple things because it could be preserved and would keep indefinitely, even in our hot climate down here, you could you could cure a ham and it would just keep, you know, for several years uh, and, and, in fact, get better as it aged. Can you explain what country ham is? Country ham is just a, a dry-cured ham that has been, uh, most of the time, been smoked. And I always think of it as being saltier than the ham that we would have at Easter or whatever. Um, it would be because in the process of dry curing, see, dry curing differs from from brine curing in that um, in brine curing the ham is submerged in salt water, so it doesn't absorb as much salt. Whereas with a dry curing process, the ham is rubbed with salt, packed with it almost, and um, then it's left to lie and absorb the salt, and in the process, a lot of its moisture is leached out. And then at a certain point, they're hung so that still more moisture is lost. So what you end up getting is a really concentrated meat, and that salt really becomes concentrated. So they're a lot saltier than the brine-cured hams. In the book, you've got lots of different kinds of recipes. Uh, They range from traditional Uh, recipes that most Southerners would probably recognize to international recipes. But I want to get you to talk about one um, that is cooking ham and Coca-Cola. I can remember Coca-Cola being an ingredient in several different types of food growing up, like uh, Jell-O salads and things like that. Yeah, Um, what Coca-Cola cake, too, that I think. Yeah. So what's... What's up with cooking with Coca-Cola and cooking ham and Coca-Cola? Well, I think the the salt, um, the the reacting with the the sweetness in the Coca-Cola, it's also somewhat acidic, so it sort of um, would neutralize some bitterness. It's baked with Coca-Cola in the pan, um, and it's tinted so that it's it's basically baking in steam. Hmm. That is Coca-Cola infused. You know, another recipe that you have in the the book is how to do ham biscuits, which I think we should talk about since this is biscuits and Bach. So yeah, how do sure. you how do you get ham biscuits right? You really want the biscuits to be good and, and homemade. 
I mean, even mediocre ham will be really good in a really good biscuit. So that's the really key element there. The rest of it is the ham needs to be a good quality, and you want to be sure that it's carefully cooked. Either the sautéed ham that I have in the book or baked ham, as long as it's thinly sliced so that you get extra flavor out of the ham. Well, I have one more question for you, and that is, what's your favorite way to have ham at breakfast time? Oh, I guess the nostalgia factor would be to have the sautéed country ham, thin slices of sautéed country ham with red-eye gravy and grits would be my very favorite. Mm, That's a good way to have it. I have another wonderful thing that was in some of my other books. I don't think it's in the ham book that is a cornmeal hoe cake, small cornmeal hoe cake, sauté country ham, poached egg, and then uh, a grilled slice of tomato. It's not Eggs Benedict, but I would I would tell people it was Eggs Benedict with a Southern attitude. <laughs> well, Damon... Uh, Lee Fowler, thank you for talking to us this morning and sharing your wisdom about ham. Uh, it's really interesting. I think we all think we know about ham, but but uh, you've shed some interesting light on it today. Well, thank you so much for having me. I've enjoyed talking with you. Damon Lee Fowler is the author of a number of cookbooks, the latest being Ham, a Savor the South cookbook from UNC Press. And that's timely information about ham, as Easter is just around the corner, and many of us will be enjoying that uh, for our Easter meal. You can find out more about uh, Damon Lee Fowler and his book at our website, wdav.org. Just uh, go to the program section and look for the Biscuits and Bach page. Next, we've got music from our featured album today on Biscuits and Bach. It's uh, Kyung Wa Chung's 2016 album of the Bach Sonata at Sonatas and Partitas, and we're uh, airing this today because tomorrow is her birthday, March 26. She was born in 1949. Let's listen as she plays one of the most important pieces in all of the violin repertoire and one of the most moving pieces ever written, Bach's Chaconne from his Partita Number no. 2 in D minor. <laughs> 